0: Welcome to Teeth and Tea. My name is Nicole Ortega, and today we're going to be talking to you about COVID once again, but this day we're going to probe a little bit deeper and talk to you specifically about protocols revolving what happens if there is a positive diagnosis in the office setting. So again, I'm going to open this up and let Allison take the reins here.
1: So this is a very interesting, crazy times in all of our lives. And basically, I work in private practice part time. And I went to my office that I normally go to. And um, somebody had tested positive for COVID, a co-worker. So this is a very, very interesting thing because there are no guidelines, there are no protocols. And I feel like, as dentists and hygienists and just the dental community in whole, we need to establish a clear cut, um, you know, write up of what to do if one coworker. one employee actually tests positive for COVID because it's a big domino effect and it's very scary. So I'm going to give you this situation. There's basically a front, our front office is very small and there's about five people that sit in the front office. And those five people are not six feet apart. They're answering phones. They're, you know, one person's in charge of billing. One's the office manager. One is a treatment plan coordinator. Another one does like, um, answering the phone strictly. So there's a bunch of people sitting right next to each other, maybe a, feet, a, a foot apart. And one of the girls in the front had COVID. So she had symptoms over the weekend and then she did not, called in sick on Monday for work. She went to go get tested because she had a fever. She didn't get her results back until Wednesday. And then she called her office and said, hey, guess what, I'm positive for COVID. The office manager was like, uh, okay, why don't we all go get tested just to be safe? She never shut down the office that we really didn't know what to do. So she goes and has everybody go get tested. And then 24 hours later, we all go to work on Thursday. I show up to work on Thursday, which was yesterday and I'm like, I'm excited, ready to come to work. And nobody even mentioned, hey, by the way, somebody tested positive in our office. We all got tested yesterday because I wasn't at work. So I was like, what? Yeah. So that was a big, like, that's not okay. That's not cool. Like, I'm so nervous. So then I'm like, great. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to go during my lunch break to go get tested now because, you know, I'm nervous. And So everybody is business as normal. We had our morning meeting, all of us together. Then I go see my first patient. And I'm almost done with my first patient. Everything's great. And a doctor, like, runs into my room, kind of, and gave me, like, no ultrasonic, no ultrasonic. And I'm like, I'm already done with my patient, but okay, what's happening? Because now I'm, like, in the middle of a patient, why are you running in? So I step out with him, and he's like, one of our co-workers tested positive and doesn't have any symptoms and was with us all this morning and because everybody got their results back so then we were literally like so now what what do we do now so, we basically shut down the office, dismissed all the patients, and then three employees disinfected the whole r- the whole office, but I don't even know when we're going to open. I don't know what's the next step. Everybody's just in the unknown. So, I went to get tested right away. All of us did, and my results yes. came back this morning negative, which was a big relief, but then there's this whole thing where covid can be dormant and there's like an incubation period. And so we are now suggested okay. to yeah, get tested no, that's for like the next 10 the days, more, you know, educated we become. <laughs> it's only going to help us
0: <gasps> as clinicians and just dental, dental professionals. I, I mean, we have to really be educated about this because it's the truth. I think you do have to be really smart for yourself because now um, removing yourself professionally and, you know, out of that equation, it's more about like you staying healthy and your children and your family because you know you go home and then you're around now your husband and all three boys, and then that probably plays a part in your in-laws yeah. and then your parents because they're helping you with the kids and
1: absolutely so it's a huge domino effect if I were to have tested positive, I was already like anticipating holy smokes, yeah yeah this yeah is, like, a- big issue (laughs) for a lot of people. I mean, I have a 93 year old grandmother that my parents also care for. So they do half with me. Then they go with my grandmother. So it's like, I literally was like, this is a big, I didn't even go home right away. I didn't know. I went to my husband's office and I'm like, I don't think I should be around anyone. I have to quarantine because I've been around someone who's positive, you know, so it was really stressful, but I also feel a lot better and much at ease now that I know that like I went, got tested, it was negative. And I had little to no contact with that individual because I work part time and they're in the fridge, but I feel bad for all my coworkers because um, the day before that, and when I wasn't there Invisalign brought over like cookies and chips and salsa and snacks and all these things to our office. And mm-hmm. all of the coworkers obviously removed their masks. And there's 13 employees and they're all eating together. So now all of them have like extreme anxiety and, yeah, no. and I don't blame them. It's you almost know? It's like, like this is, this is what happens, all, you know?
0: The whole thing from start to finish. For me, listening to it, it's so upsetting because I just feel like they, the CDC or further just even dentistry right so I understand we were shut down dentists wanted to get back to work and yes of course right and Mm -hmm. but to go back it seems so negligent now with having that perspective of what do we do when someone tests positive or what if I test positive what happens because now there's no like you said there's no guideline Mm -hmm. there's there's no a through z do this and take these steps to help remedy what's going on to help further protect not only yourselves and your patients, um, but to help stop the spread. So I feel really upset to know that there was not anything really set in stone and in place when this happened, because I feel like it was inevitable, like going back and just with everyone's heightened awareness, there should have been something in place. So you didn't have to feel so stressed out and so much anxiety, because again, that just adds into another layer of mental health. And when you're not feeling good, you're not going to, you know, it just brings disease mm-hmm. upon yourself more and you know what stress does to the body, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just really disheartening. It's really unfortunate. It's like, I don't know. It's so unethical. I just don't understand how we're in this predicament now. We know we didn't have to be.
1: I think that looking, I mean, I'm still in the thick of this, but it was a big eye opener for me that I was kind of naive in the sense that yeah. I obviously I know COVID's existent and it's going to spread and it's been this huge issue for a long time, but until it actually reaches you when you're like, I might be positive for COVID and who can I affect? I think it's a big eye opener for me. Cause I was like, I am a healthcare provider and the worst thing possible would for, be for me to be responsible right. and give, Like, if I was positive and I was treating patients unaware that I was positive, then I could have potentially given those patients, which could have been a huge, bigger, bigger issue. And I just, that scared me because I'm like, wow, like, I have a huge responsibility, like. I'm not taking care of not only myself, my family, my kids, everybody. I'm also responsible for like those patients that I see just throughout the day. Like, I don't want to expose anybody to anything. And that's why we have so much PPE, but also like, I think it's super important for the office to not be so lax. And, you know, I'm, I'm also, you know, because of COVID, there's been all these like restaurants and things shut down. And so our office, we are unable to, kind of go have lunch like go separate go sit different places we're actually eating lunch like together a lot more which makes us all Mm -hmm. more high risk at getting covid between us employers so there's so many things that definitely change have got and i think it's a positive
0: again because it is changed like of course everything right now is
1: talking about covid
0: But it is, I think, in dentistry, just something to where we really do, again, have to be on our A game there. And we cannot be really lax because our lives depend on it. The patient's lives depend on it. Mm -hmm. The practice depends on it. And then, further, you know, our families and our friends. And so it is something to where I think, you know, donning gloves, doffing gloves, washing hands, really heightened awareness to cross contamination and infection control. I just think it has to happen. And I think that. It might just have to start – and I'm just throwing stuff out there with just like everyone getting, you know, just some retraining perhaps and just like reviewing proper techniques and like how to do it now maybe how in this world of COVID awareness because things – you know, we have gotten so lax and people get in these bad habits and you touch this, you touch that and you don't think nothing of it. But really it's like, oh, no, you should have taken off your gloves because that could be contaminated, right? It might not be, but you don't know what happened to that pouch, right? So that pouch is considered contaminated. So take off those gloves after you open it. Or I just think, yeah, if we can kind of really be more mindful, it's only going to help decrease the possibilities, decrease the risk. But, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, your your front office, they're working in close quarters. And us as hygienists, we're right there in that mouth. So you're not going to be six feet apart. Unfortunately, that just mm-hmm. doesn't happen, at least for us clinicians. There's no way. I mean, mm-hmm. front office, they can maybe work from home doing phone calls or accepting phone calls in a different room or try to mitigate that a little bit differently. But clinically, there's no other way that, but to have a dental hygienist physically be there to clean your teeth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, honestly, this is just a really crazy time. And we do do a screening with every patient, but... I mean, for instance, the, the person that tested exactly. positive in my office, they have absolutely no symptoms. They still if he were to come to get his teeth cleaned, he would have yeah. followed the guidelines. Do you have a fever? Do you have a cold? Do you have any flu like symptoms? No, no, no. You know, and, and that's so why you go back we would have and you treated him. you just mm-hmm. treat
0: everyone as if they potentially have it. You know, have it it's exactly like you treat everyone and, as if yeah. they have AIDS, right? Or HIV or any yeah. virus, hepatitis. Mm-hmm. You treat everyone like that because the truth is exactly what you said. There are so many carriers out there that just have no clue they have it because they don't have symptoms, asymptomatic, and I think that yep. is the safest, but then it makes you think like, well, if these people do have COVID, right, are you going to do, would you feel comfortable working on them? Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, I If you I treat everyone that way, not. which is <laughs> the way we're taught
0: and that's a way of like, you know, care. Yeah. It's really scary to be thinking of it like Mm -hmm. this, but it's the reality. And this is really, I think, a great topic because it really makes you think really hard and really deep and dig deep into your heart and say, you know, is this, you know, how do you move on from here? Is this really the right profession for you? Um, Because I think it is. It's just how we have to start thinking how we were taught. Like back in school, you treat everyone as if they're infected. Yes.
1: Yes. So, yeah, and that's the other thing I definitely feel for all of you, like, new grads, especially who, like, just graduated, and you're in the midst of this whole COVID thing, like, trying to find a job when businesses are really having a hard time, dental offices are having a hard time because, you know, of all these new strict protocols and things and like that, and, you they're know. strict
0: protocols, right? And then exactly. there's not enough in some, some regards.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there, but I just <laughs> felt I'm really no, no, stuck no. on that because I feel like you poor thing, you're poor, the poor dentist, you know, now like, can you imagine no. the stress that not only you're feeling, but he's feeling now because now he's thinking like, oh, oh my absolutely. God, my patients, I have to let all these people know. And what if they, you know, feel some type of way, right? They don't want to return or they don't, they lose trust or. Or they contract COVID, right? Yeah. Maybe not even from the dental setting, but they got it from somewhere else. And now they're going to associate it with. And so there's just so many ways to think about this. Exactly. And so that's why I just feel like having a protocol in place to when somebody does test positive, uh, it at least can streamline mm-hmm. it and remove some anxiety and angst. Because otherwise right now, super stress. This is like max stress, max anxiety. And it's just really hurtful to hear to hear that. Like, even for me, it just really gives me so much pain and angst to hear that this is what's going on in your life.
1: I think that, you know, we just, as dental providers, we just need, like you said, to be super cautious of infection control. And then, but it's not about, I mean, yes, 100% with our patients, 100%. But also, it's with our, like, Mm -hmm. our coworkers, because that is where I feel like our dental office had... A bad switch. It's like with our patients, we had full PPE all the time. Everybody was always, you know, pre procedural rinse. We were on it, on it, on it, on it. But when it came to us being together in the break room, it was like masks off, talking, laughing, eating together. And that is how this COVID is spreading like wildfire. And I was also, you know, I, you know, did this. I was with them too on different occasions, not this week or anything, but. I was like, you know, and I felt guilty, like, wow, I'm guilty of this myself. Like, you need to just be Mm -hmm. more aware of everybody that goes to work. They've been 200 places before that because things are starting to open up, you know. So everybody's starting to, you know, even if they are, you know, staying with their families and stuff like that, like, we just, we just, it's a weird time. Yeah, no, it is. And
0: I do think you're right. I think it is. You have to think more broadly. Broadly, And you do have to think, okay, it's not just with me and my patient, but this is like life in dentistry now. Like you really have to be mindful of that. You might have to eat your lunch in your car. I mean, this it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just really, it is sad. It, It has changed so much. And I think it is such a huge adjustment for those, you know, those of us who've been in dentistry and, and it's just like the norm, right? You're just normally working and you get in the back of swing, swing of things and you're with these people and they're your friends. And so it's just so easy but I think you're right. Having that mindset as if maybe they're even infected and you keep your masks on yep. when you're walking around the office, like a new, whatever, a new mask um, after your patients and mm-hmm. just really try to keep it tight, you know, keep it, keep it locked yep. up. So you can really help stop. Yes. the
1: And this is another valid reason why being an RDHAP, it's like, I value my own practice a little bit more at this point because it's like, it's just me. I'm in charge of myself going to patients. Yeah. Home. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not exposing, you know, one person to a bunch of people, as long as I know that I'm negative and I'm going into a home, you know, it's a little bit, there's less, there's less people and less contact. And so I think that's also a plus in that situation where, you know, it is what it is. Like I could have been exposed just from going to work with my employees versus you can get exposed anywhere. That's the other thing is that, you know, we really can't, I can't be like, Oh no, I caught it. You can't really say like, I caught it from going to work with this employee uh, because you could have caught it, you know, if I went to Walmart or Target or anywhere. So it's just a very crazy situation. And, and it's our reality now. It's my reality. It's that like, you know, we just need to have strict protocols to make sure that and when this does happen, we are prepared. And we were we were not prepared. That's well and that's bottom also line.
0: why going back to having my own RDHAP practice, <laughs> it's why I really am disheartened to hear that there is no standard protocol about if there is a diagnosis because what if it was us, right? We got this, we contracted COVID and now we're our own RDHP. And there's nothing else, right? I guess you just continue, you just stop your business until you, you know, for two Mm -hmm. weeks. But I just feel like having, at least you know, like, okay, I have COVID. Let me go look this up. Okay, now I do these steps. And it's like, for, I don't know, for me, I like to look at something and be like, check, 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 check. Okay, I did everything I needed to do to make sure I, you know, provide the best type of care. Yeah, I'm safe. And I'm Mm -hmm. just doing the right thing to move forward. So I feel like Mm -hmm. it really would be a positive for them to come out and just say, here are the guidelines for if there is a positive diagnosis or if you do contract it, this is what you need to do so you can be safe. And I just feel like that formality is really important. And I'm really mm-hmm. blown away that there was no formality about it
1: at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was big, like, what's yeah. next? Like, pretty much, what do we do, you know? So
0: What is the plan? Has, has he formulated anything they-
1: Wait, I I can't even say I have an answer to that. I think they're waiting to see if everyone's – our retests are all negative. And then he's trying to decide whether we're going to open again on Monday or stay closed for I don't know how long. Um, But I know that he had suggested that everyone get retested again on Saturday. So then
0: when do you go go in the next 10 days just, like, randomly getting tested to make sure you don't have COVID? Is that kind of the gist of it? So –
1: so I think initially he wants us to get tested every three days and then we're going to be getting tested at random, like every two weeks. Um, but now what we're doing is we're actually going to a testing center. Um, yeah. I was going to say, do you get paid because, for this? Well, Because I mean, you just have to ask, right? Like I feel like, yeah, absolutely. So what happened is originally, um, when I went yesterday, I clocked out and went and got tested. But after talking to the office manager today, she said that she's instilling, I mean, they're working this, figuring this all out. They're going to be putting into our schedule blocked out times where we each go and get tested because at the office that I work at, we have testing swabs, but when we swab in our noses and mail it out to go get tested, we weren't getting the results back for two to oh, three weeks. Okay. So it was taking yeah. forever, and then we have we have an antibody test that tells you contracted it ten days before. So if you recently contracted,
0: we're losing Allison a little bit. Wait, Allison, I lost you there a little bit. Oh, uh, the antibody test it tells you if you if so, you had contracted it ten days before.
1: Yes. So it basically you, if you've contracted it 10 days between if you contracted 10 days ago or, um, within two months ago to 10 days ago, but not like if you've contracted after that. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. So it's very random, but, um, I like testing, testing center was really amazing. I had a very great experience. Where was it? Like, was it close to your office? Um, and it was at actually like Union Station. I don't know if anybody knows where that is, but it's a downtown LA. There's like a basically Union Station is the, like in San Francisco, like the metro lane, like any. Okay. It's like that. It's like a station. Oh, okay. You can go get mm-hmm. the train. And they had it so clean, so amazing. It took, I was in and out within 10 minutes. Wow. And what they did was I went online, I put my insurance information and I made an appointment and I drove over there, walked right in. They had me stand in a line behind a cone. Then they have you cough into your mask three times. And then you walk up to this little station. There's a man in like a booth and he opens up a little seal. He hands you a Q-tip. You swab the inside of your mouth for, t- for 20 seconds. Then you stick it back into a test tube. And then you yourself seal it, close it. And then he just drops it into a bin. And then he lets you know that they said, okay, it's up to 48 hours. We're going to give you your results. But it was literally, I went and got tested at like 12 yesterday. And I had my results by 730 this morning. Wow. Okay. That's great. So, yeah. So it was pretty quick. Like boom, boom, boom. Wow. Yeah, it was good. I so now I you're just waiting to that. hear
0: back about everyone else. How many other co-workers yes. tested
1: <laughs> in total? I want to say 13.
0: Okay. Wow.
1: And so they're trickling in and we're finding out. What
0: did, like, okay, so after you heard this yesterday, you went to your husband's office. What was that conversation like?
1: I was really nervous. I, I told my husband, do I even expose the kids? Like, I went straight to his office and I'm like, I'm scared to go home because, you know, I don't know you know, what to do until I, until I see a negative, I'm assuming I'm positive, you know, which is giving me anxiety. And he was like, look, because I said, we rent a hotel and I could stay, we could stay in the hotel together. So we're quarantined against, you know, away from the, the kids and my parents and all that. And then, um, my husband was like, okay, let's be realistic. You have not been, you've only worked there two days a week. You know, you were there on Tuesday. Yes. But, you know you didn't have lunch with everybody like they had you know gotten this big delivery of a bunch of food where everybody was together you were not there you had one patient this morning you weren't around any of your co-workers so i think you're gonna be okay and he basically was like you you're fine you are um he's like i am 90 percent sure that you are gonna be negative and so that made me feel a lot better yeah kind of calmed my nerves and I went home and I wore a mask until I went to bed. Okay. Um, And it was really nerve wracking because I also nursed my infant. So I was also like, "Had do I not nurse? What Aww. do I do? You know, I was really, it was very stressful. I'm not going to lie. So getting that that test result back was really, really it was such a relief because then I feel like if you think for whatever reason that you're getting COVID you like you start to feel symptoms like I was yeah. like my throat is starting to feel itchy and and then I woke up with a sty in my eye and of course I told my husband and now my eye oh I have COVID in my eyes. it's that it stress is,
0: I really it is. 100%. it is stress will it will kill you you know, you put even too much stress on a chain, and that chain will break. You know, we're only human. Absolutely, so bless absolutely, your heart, you poor thing. I can't even no, believe it, that it's, stress.
1: You, it's under. You know what, though? I mean, it, it's life, and it's our reality, and this is what you know. I decided to go back to work, and I was really excited to go back and to see my patients. And I signed myself up to be exposed, and that's the reality. Like I had to be prepared. This was my reality. That that I could contract it, you know, because I'm around a lot of people going into patients mouths. Yeah. And so mentally I already told myself a while ago, like you're probably going to get COVID you're working in people's mouths. Are you prepared to do that? Right. Right. And so, um, you know, I kind of just, I had already gone into it knowing that if I had any like health issues and stuff, I definitely think I wouldn't be working, you know, and, and, I don't know what I would do, but you know, I feel like I'm a healthy person. I make sure that I take all of my vitamins. I'm super into being on top of that and getting a physical and doing all those things, because I think it's really important, you know, to stay healthy, to be healthy. And for my mental health, I love working because I love getting to go talk to everyone and being stuck inside was really hard for me. It was very difficult. So I just, I was excited to be out and to work and I knew Mentally, I had prepared myself that this is a possibility that can happen. And then when it did happen or is happening, it was like, it is very nerve wracking. But, you know, I think that it's really good too. like, I had a significant other who's like my opposite and totally balances me. And he literally did not freak out at all. If anything, he was like, you're fine. You are overreacting. Everything's going to be okay. And he was right, you know? Yeah. But I think that especially anxiety is contagious. So when everybody was so anxiety driven at the office that like all of us have COVID basically is what that was happening.
0: Yeah. Well, but- yeah, and there was nothing else to kind of like remedy it, right? There was nothing to turn yeah. to to say, okay, let's just do this. If you had a plan, that would have eliminated yes. a little bit. You know? I mean Absolutely. You know, that's yes. why I really am hitting that hard. Like there needs to be a plan. We need to help our dental professionals because they are in the trenches, you know, like. All of you, even us as RDGPs, we are in the trenches with all these viruses and and every type of, you know, anything that we can get, we tend to contract it for sure because of what we do. There has to be protocols around this for everyone's safety and not just physical safety, but mental safety. And that's a whole nother thing again, where it just seems to be like so neglected. But you're right, anxiety is so contagious and I can only imagine the nerves that, you know, and yeah. maybe some some of your coworkers out of thirteen more that are waiting, they're still feeling that angst, you know?
1: And that's Oh, absolutely. Sad. Absolutely. And even some of them that are really like nervous Nellies are like, We have to get retested in three days because we could still have it, which is making me like, uh. okay, calm down. But yeah, I feel like if there was a whole plan, I think that things would have been a lot smoother. It was just like everyone was in freak out mode. Like, what do we even do? And the doctor was just like, We're shutting down. And then everyone go home. Yeah. So then that was definitely it was... the
0: best call for <laughs> sure. It was like we oh, yeah. had to do that.
1: Thank God he <laughs> yes. did that. God. Thank God there was no way we could have functioned because everybody was like, even when we were trying to get the patients out, but then there was like this whole backlash as well because there's all these patients that are scheduled to come in and we're calling them and leaving them voicemails and Hey, guess what? We closed. And they're like, what's happening? My appointments at this time, like, no, I already made it. Like I took the day off or whatever. So then we have a backlash of people that are upset. Of course It's been, it's a big old mess. It really is. But you know, we're just trying to, all you can do is be positive. Know that this is just, we just have to do what we have to do. It's, you know, out of our hands, you know, this is something that's everyone is going through. And so we have to ride this crazy, terrible wave, you know, and just work as a team and just make sure that we all are healthy. That's all that matters. Yeah. Health- yeah. Health is number one. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you're not healthy, you can't work. And so that's very important for everyone. So I think that you know, it was a big eye opener, but I, I just, I want everyone listening to know that this is this is a possibility it could happen but we're here I'm also here as like a support system if somebody like needs their nerves calmed or what to do because um I had no one to turn to and I was kind of like freaking out as well like who do I call what do I what do I need you know like and really all you could do is go get tested and
0: Breathe. Know that
1: and breathe. breathe and just relax and try to stay away from people until you know for sure you don't you're not you don't have a positive. That's literally all you could do. Yeah, and I
0: hope that all your coworkers have an outlet, have somebody else like you had, like at least for your husband, someone positive to kind of uplift your yeah. spirits. Even <laughs> if you were positive, I still feel like your husband he would have, you know, rowed this out with you. Everything would have been still fine, you know, in the end because you have a partner and I hope everyone else out there, if you are going through anything like this, you have someone positive and really just take care of yourself and really take some deep breaths because you really need to get that oxygen to your brain just to help you think more clearly and stay hydrated, drink your water and just do little things to help yourself out. Like, you know, get sleep Mm -hmm. because all those things are really critical in just functioning uh, let alone mm-hmm. in that state of kind of
1: like fight or flight. Panic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So 100% like exactly what you said. Like stay calm, stay positive. Even if you do test positive, you literally, you have to quarantine and, you know, you have to just be healthy as mentally prepare yourself, you know, because it will only
0: help you get better or faster, you know,
1: quicker. You have mm-hmm. to just take care of yourself. Absolutely.
0: That just goes regardless of COVID. But any mm-hmm. any type of virus or sickness, you just gotta rest, and rest is best, and you know, stay hydrated, get your sleep, and just again, like you said, stay positive. Your mindset is it plays huge. a huge
1: factor. Yes, huge. So, yes. Well, I'm or glad that us. You guys... I think Alice and I both are would be great
0: supports. I mean, I feel like we're both pretty positive and optimistic. Yes, and. And, Allison, yeah, you can always call me. I'm, <laughs> I'm always telling yes. Allison. She's my RDHAP
1: BFF. Besties, yes. For real.
0: And so I think, yeah, you. if you guys feel like you're alone or you have – you're in the midst of the same situation, you can always reach out. Um, now Allison's kind of been there, done that, and still going through it. <laughs> yeah, so you know absolutely. somebody now, direct. Um, but, yeah, we're yes. definitely here for you guys because, you know, like – as RDHPs or dental hygienists, we are family, but Mm -hmm. it just really is what it kind of comes down to.
1: Absolutely. We speak the same language. We know the same lingo. We feel the same feelings, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like a, a consensus of like this anxiety and stress right now, but we are just trying to be positive and just keep going. All we can do is move forward. This time will pass. Everything heals with time. So we just have to, you know, get, Get these little structures in place, get everything organized and, you know, be as positive as we can be. Yeah. And keep it going. And then just,
0: I think, stay up on our PPE. And as Mm -hmm. that is emerging, because I feel that is huge. I wish I could think of an invention for PPE um, (laughs) because I feel like it's only going to get better. And I think that's the way we need to invest in ourselves is in our PPE. And, you know, just always stay up on that, because that's what's going to help protect you. all of us as dental health care providers. And I think this is just a podcast, we're going to have to like, keep coming back to Allison, we're going to have to keep checking in <laughs> on you.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it's out for you and your office.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens as well. And, and you know, me and Nicole had a totally different subject to talk about. But as I was you know, prepping her of what's going on in my life. We're like, let's just share this information with everyone because this is so relevant. And it's, I'm sure it's going to happen in other situations it's, got, it's destined to. It's just that's what we're living through. Yeah, it's the nature of the business for
0: sure. And then what mm-hmm. we're dealing with right now. its So current and I think the both of us with our podcast, not only are we trying to spread awareness and, and we're about the RDHP and, and the dental field in general, but I do think we just really come real. Like we don't yes. really prepare for this much too much. We think we talk we talked <laughs> about a topic. But because Alice and I are both super busy with our RDHDP practices, Alice and works part time. We both have children. We both have other businesses as well. And yeah. we literally just kick it to you real. And that's this is how I think it's it works for us. And so if you guys have any topics also that you want us to talk about, we would love to hear what you guys had to say. It's another thing you can mes- message us with, but yeah, we don't plan too much. We really just come to you real.
1: Yep, exactly. Well, thanks for listening and send us messages. Keep us, you know, floating. Let us know the topics. We love to hear input.
0: Yes. Thanks, guys. Keep smiling.